So uh, before we uh, just got started here, uh, doing you, said, you a courtesy, you said to me, "I'm doing you a courtesy to prepare you." Before we got started here, you to prepare said you to, to say, "Like, hey, Jack, just to like give us a little bit of a playground to play in." Yeah, you, you know, said, can you do me this something. favor? And you, no, you of course start, he fucking can. You said, "Hey, I, I've got something to start us off," and I was like, "Okay, great," because that's a lot of weight on my shoulders normally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I was like, "Okay, well, here, I'm recording. Um, are you ready to go? Just hit start." And you're like, "Oh, well, I don't want it to be. I don't want it to." You said, uh, "Let me see if I can remember the quote. I don't want to start with something weird like, hey, it's me, Tanner, this time.'" Yeah. But now here we that would are. Throw people off. Why well, not try you that? You brought us here, and all I wanted to do was <laughs> a natural intro, Jack. So that okay. I can introduce my high premise for the episode based on this bonkers movie that you sent yeah. us. You want me to ease you in? Because I've got a comedy bit about this movie that I can do that doesn't have a lot of legs. So yeah, I can great. ease you in. Okay. And at I'm some gonna... point, I'll just sort of commandeer and take over with my bit. Okay? So you okay. go. So, here's the t- so we, we watch a movie. It's The Strange Bedfellows. We watch a movie. It's called Return oh, to Jack, Me. Oh, Jack, I'm sorry I was late. That's okay. Are you, okay. You're already, you're, are you already doing it? No, 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 sorry, go ahead. I was just apologizing. We had to start a little late. We did have to start a little bit late. We watched a movie called... Half an hour ago. Return... You were a little bit late because you were buying monster truck tickets or something. That's not we... why I was late. But okay. Go ahead. I didn't want to be disruptive. Go ahead. Okay, great. We watched a movie called Return to Me. It's about David Duchovny. His wife dies, and then... 2000. Uh, driver gets his wife's heart in a transplant, and they fall in love. Wow, it's sounds bonkers. familiar. And it's... Does it? Sounds familiar to why I'm late, yeah. Okay, well, do you want to hear my comedy bit? Yeah, I would love to, yeah. Are you going to... I don't want to interrupt. No, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, uh, here it goes. Okay, it's about this movie. Here's my comedy bit. If you're interested in why I'm late, I'll just... You you can ask me later. Okay, why don't you tell me why you're late? No, no, no. You do your bit first, please. Okay, tell me if this is funny. It's a guy. It's a guy. And I've used this kind of guy guy before. I think his name is Ray. (laughs) Yeah. It goes like this. He goes, my wife, she got a great heart. Anybody who has a heart like my wife, they're okay in my book. And I mean that literally. <laughs> I, 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 so, sorry, I was, I was so confused by the intro that I don't remember how we ended up here. Why are you yeah. doing Ray's voice saying that quote? And is that quote a real quote from this movie? It's a bit I'm doing. It's a guy who okay. says his wife has a great heart. And then he's like, anybody who has a heart like my wife, they're okay in my book. And then he says, I mean that literally. Yeah. Because okay. it's like the then- movie. He means anybody who literally has his wife's actual physical heart, <laughs> he'll date them. That's his criterion. Oh, it's the structure somebody. of the sentence is confusing <laughs> because it, the, it literally comes right after in my book. So it's like this guy's got a book. Okay. Yeah. It's not you a great my bit. Confusion? It's not a great bit. But that's fine. It sounds like you were late today for a reason. Do you want to tell me? Oh, so late. Yes. Yeah, sorry. I got in a bad accident, car accident on the way into the studio. Okay, that sucks. I'm really sorry to hear that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it sounds like he's being not he's sounds like he's being nice about his wife. Like, oh, she's got a great heart, but what he means is this creepy thing, which is I will marry anyone who has the heart of my wife. Yeah. Yeah, but, but when you, you say, that, "Hey, listen. Yeah. When you say, "Hey, this is a bit." Yeah. Be on the lookout for a bit. I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. 
I said I'm going to do, do a it, comedy you do bit. Ray, you do yeah. one of your characters, Ray. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, it's Ray. Yeah. Uh, and then you say this odd sentence, and it's structured <laughs> in a way where it ends with you saying, in with hard emphasis, in my the book, book thing. It's the literally, book yeah, the book thing. They're okay in my book. They're they're okay and then as I'm far like, as what I'm concerned. Book is this guy's talking about. Okay, yeah, I is don't this think guy I, talking about. Okay, fine. And so what? You seem okay. Oh, I'm fine now. Yeah, you got in a car accident on, on your way to to the studio. Yep, I did. Okay. Um, and it, I'm okay now. I had to go Good. to emergency surgery. Okay. Okay, that sucks. Transplant. I'm sorry to hear that. Are you sure you... Okay. okay. Yeah, okay. This is... I just feel like we really... Bear... I feel stupid for doing, like, comedy. Or, or is everyone okay? No, I know. I thought you would notice the scar on my chest, but... No, um, I didn't. I am fine, thank you. Okay. Um, the person I was in a car accident with is i don't know i don't know what happened to them okay the car accident was bad enough that i had to go undergo immediate emergency surgery. surgery and get a, a heart transplant but i hope they're okay okay <laughs> um all i do know is that i received a heart and unfortunately for the premise of the bit okay the entire um structure of the bit yep the heart i have received is from okay Former Washington Commanders wide receiver, number 81 football legend, Art Monk. Art Monk! Wow! I, so was, I, I felt like, like we were vibing better than normal. <laughs> yeah. So I sort of, you know, as as I can think kind of a, a bit that over, it's sort of an umbrella for the entire episode. Yeah. Um, I'll sort of be, inhabit the soul of Art Monk. Okay, well that's awesome. Me. And like I'll know yeah. a lot of things that Art Monk would know, obviously. And this is great for me. I'll know a lot about the Washington Commanders, which I'm sure I feel super great about. The real Art Monk. Let's talk about um, the um... Good Samaritans Club. Yeah, I was thinking I we could talk shit. about. Uh, are you still friends with the other guys in the posse? Oh yeah, my bros. Well, who's your fave out of those two guys? Oh, you only think of you only think of the two of them. Well, I think of you as being the third member of the posse. Uh, you're, you're, yeah, there's like sort of a whole satellite network. There's like a whole satellite of like other guys who sort of, it's like the Avengers, you know, like dudes swing it's, in and out of the posse. It's famously three men. Yeah. And, you know, people swing Art in Monk and, and two out. Other so men. Some of, some of my favorites have been like John Elway. No. Uh, <laughs> That's not Joe the Namath. No. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, um, I was trying to think of the name of the coach from Friday Night Lights. <laughs> okay well i thought this was going to be a better interaction with the somebody who has the soul of art monk than it so far has been it's uh, sort of uh, a it's more of like an impression <laughs> thing it's not okay, like i yeah. had like it's not like he has taken over my body and like i'm art monk now you know okay i also don't think he's passed yeah no i guess not <laughs> it sounds like he may have quite recently if you have his heart <laughs> yeah i'm not sure how it works so yeah. I don't know. Ricky Sanders and Gary Clark is the name of the other two wide receivers. It's a little impressionistic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great. Well, this is fun. Um, it's so we should say the movie. I know it's you're a huge fan, right? I'm a huge fan. Legend yeah, it's one of my of the one 80s of my favorite Washington uh, Commanders. Top top two favorite uh, Washington football team uh, members. For sure. Oh, you refuse to call them the Commanders. I like football team, and I thought football team was great, and I was so. Tempted to buy the merch, knowing that yeah. it would be extremely like limited quantity. Yeah, we can't get into it. 
can't get into it. This I'll get is, too fired up about it because you know I'm already pretty fired up. Beaten in here, yeah. Heart of a oh yeah, I see. Yeah, for you particularly. Um, so I think y- <laughs> you seem to be making a mistake that a lot of the folks that on the Rotten Tomatoes reviews made. Yeah, where there, I, I had a look through the Rotten Tomatoes reviews from the reviewers, not from the uh, from the people, not from the um, the critics. And a lot of folks were mad at the movie because they were like, "This wouldn't happen. Like, if you got someone's heart, like you wouldn't like take on their personality." And my no, that's what I was saying before. To it's that sort of like it's an imp- is sort of impressionistic. Th- you know, that's not what happens in this movie. <laughs> it's not implied. That's not that what that's happens in this movie. What's happening and, and, in this movie? <laughs> and thinking that that's what happens in this movie makes it seem makes it seem like you didn't actually watch the movie. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I wanted to say. I wish you could respond to Rotten Tomatoes reviews because it's like that's what I wanted to say. Is it seems like you didn't watch this because Minnie Driver does not take on the personality of David Duchovny's wife after she receives her heart. No, as far as we know. Uh, it's just that he did fall in love like, with both women. In fact, there's, there's nothing supernatural non- about this film at all, unless you imagine it. Except for this weird, like, perhaps non-diegetic, like, heartbeat yeah. that happens at a couple of points. Yeah. Um, when David Duchovny is sort of in, cl- like, within echolocation range. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you think he's a dolphin. driver's heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the dolphin theory of Return to Me. We should say we're, we watched some f- films called Return to Me. I don't know how famous it is, uh, so people maybe it may be their first experience with it. It was my first experience with it. I think it's lore in my wife's family. I watched it with my wife and her cousin, both of whom seem to have watched seen it like fifty times. So it's lore in their family. It feels uh, like the kind of movie I that never you heard would maybe fu- that you would maybe watch fifty times. It's pretty like it's pretty bonkers. It's wild. I at first I thought I was just gonna. It would be a fun movie to make fun of. And I think that's still true. But at the end of it, I was like, this was quite charming. Well, can I? Can we do Dramatis Personae real quick? Yeah, let's say it, uh, it's our a hit segment. It's called Dramatis Personae. And it's where we say who's in the film. And let's, we, let's start there. It's a good place to start. Well, can I tell you who wrote and directed this film as well as co-starred in it? Bonnie Hunt. Friend from Jerry Maguire. Sally. Friend from other funny film. Other uh, Sally from did. Cars. Okay, Sally from Cars. It's Sally from Cars only directing credit that wasn't a TV show. Okay, and it's pretty weird, but it's Sally like from good. Cars. I was going to claim has a type, and that type is the like beaten down acerbic friend or sister of the romantic lead. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Which is what Sally from Cars is in Only You, a film we watched, and well, also Jerry Maguire. And not just that. Yeah. Um, is she that well, in Cars? Just that in <laughs> s- Jerry Maguire, but she did write and direct this film, too. Yeah. No, she wrote and directed this, and she was this in this. And she was sense. that She was in that this. in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her and her husband, who um, seem to fucking hate one another, but are constantly, like, fucking. I think that they had, like, one of those, like... They play hard. They play rough and they play hard, I guess. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They play rough, but they, they love it. Fight each other. hard and they play hard. Fight hard and fuck hard. How about that? Ooh. Fight hard and play hard. I like that. Yeah, fight hard and play. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> I like fight hard and fuck hard more. Yeah, that works. That that's sounds nice a little too. aggressive, I guess. <laughs> that sounds a little bit aggressive. But yeah, they, you know, they seem to love each other. His, uh, the husband is. Um, Jim Belushi. Jim Belushi, thank you. <laughs> Incredibly charming in this film, has a lot of really great lines. Yeah. Huge asshole. Yeah, he's fun in this. Really uh, David, though. Alan Greer from In Living Color is the friend. 
wow, Dag. <laughs> they got yeah. him. Yeah, they got Dag. And uh, and, and then, then of course David Duchovny too. And the David Duchovny from famously Red Shoe Diaries. Ooh. <laughs> we should watch that for this. Talk about fucking hard. <laughs> uh, is that a romance? It's like I guess kind of romance. It's after the watershed. Oh, you don't have to tell uh, <laughs> like. For thirteen-year-old Tanner watching it on his grandma's Showtime, what yeah. Red Shoe Diaries was, <laughs> Jack. Yeah, um, yeah, he's in it. He's really great. And wow, what a looker! Jesus Christ, my God, good-looking, handsome man. man, and many drivers in it. Let's say the film, should we? Yeah, it's the it's the it's just the craziest premise, and it just seems made up. But <laughs> Jack pitched it to me yesterday. He was like, "Hey, let's watch this." Yeah. And the premise is like, a man, what did it say? What, was, what did it literally say in the text message to me? Because I think it said something about primates. Oh, yeah. I sent you the rotten t- the, the synopsis and you wrote back, <laughs> are you sure this film wasn't written by an AI? <laughs> David Duchovny goes on a date with the woman who has the heart via transplant of his dead wife. Yeah. And then you've given me a link and you click through and immediately learn that the dead wife was a primate biologist and it's significant <laughs> to the plot of the film it is significant to the plot of the film so his wife is trying to construct he's a handsome architect best cut he's not an art oh yeah he is he's a yeah he's like a design yeah i don't know was he an architect yeah yep handsome architect yeah. and i was gonna be like he designs uh, buildings. no he's not an architect he's <laughs> someone who designs buildings he's a designer <laughs> of buildings <laughs> he's a handsome architect best kind of architect best kind of handsome person and, yeah, and he's uh, a fucking, like, I think he's, like, a genius. Like, I think he's, he's sort of, like, a... I think he's very good at architecting, and they seem like they're yeah. well off. And, and they're in, they Chicago, live in Chicago, you know? Yep. It's, like, the birthplace of architecture. Sure. Why not? Frank, Frank, Lloyd, Lloyd. Is, Frank Lloyd Wright is from there. Yeah. So. And uh, <laughs> um, he, he promises to her at some gala that he will do... He will not rest until he builds a. Can I ask a quick question, Jack? Just a table, just a um, sort of lore building question. Great. Do the Washington Commanders have like a rivalry with the Chicago Bears? Not really. Okay. So don't. I shouldn't really hit that too hard. Yeah, I wouldn't hit that. Yeah, I wouldn't hit that. Okay, thanks. Sorry. (laughs) She. He promises her that he'll build um, an ape uh, habitat for this ape that she loves. And then an, ap- uh, an apiary, <laughs> an apiary. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's technically called an apiary. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's like an open air like ape park, an yeah. apiary. Yeah, that's famously called an apiary. And guess what happens? She fucking dies so abruptly. <laughs> like they it don't even like, show them getting in a car. Like she's giving a the, speech at the thing, and then the next, it's like f- smash cut. And you often use that wrong, but now it really is smash cut. They're in the hospital. They exclusively He's like exclusively use it wrong, covered in blood, and he, they're like rushing a gurney to, um, you know, and to her head's surgery. all smashed up. And her yeah, head's just not there. Anymore. The the first fifteen <laughs> like twenty minutes of this movie are just devastating. It's like yeah, it's pretty brutal. These people like right on the brink of having like the most beautiful life together. Like yeah, and they seem to recently really love renewed each other. like their love to one another. <laughs> yeah. Going to Italy together, you know, like <laughs> finally building the the apiary of their dreams. Yeah, um, and then she gets killed in a car accident. 
and then it's yeah. like this grueling like morning process where the dog still and they really linger her. on it he like just he killer. comes home from the hospital with david allen greer david allen greer is like uh i'm gonna go <laughs> and then he's like yeah okay bye and then he just crumples onto the floor with his dog in front of the door and just like weeps very effective and then like we have a year of that <laughs> like he comes home every night and like sleeps in front of the door and the dog won't leave the door because he's waiting for the wife to come home. She doesn't. Uh, I've got an idea for how we can lighten the mood after that because the movie Please. itself lightens the mood. Uh, yeah, then it takes a that, real it's turn. A fun rom com because then we're in grandpa world. But for so like let's do that diegetically. We'll do that ourselves. I'm going to lighten the mood now. We've talked about the sad go to part. Grandpa world. We'll go to the happy part. I thought I could bring in uh, an old friend. Oh. Uh, you know him as Mr. Butt. Mr. Butt, come on in here. Oh, wait. Which one was Mr. Butt? Hey, Tanner, it's Mr. Butt. I haven't spoken to you since uh, last Sorry. time uh, when we talked about that? Eyes Wide Shut. Ah, right, Mr. Butt. Right. Yeah. You identify butts, celebrity butts in movies? Yeah, I have an odd job, but it pays the bills. I'm incredibly good at saying when a butt, at what moment in any film, any film out of all the films ever made, yeah. At what moment a butt appears? And I guess Jax brought me in. I happen to be uh, walking by. I got one for you this the window. week. Okay, yeah, it's, tell me. 2000's Return to Me, David Duchovny and Mini Driver. Written and directed by Bonnie Hunt. Ooh, that's a tough one. 31 minutes and five seconds. Gorilla butt. <laughs> okay, that's good to see you, Tanner. It's really nice to see you. Yeah, I'll see oh, you. He's um, he's just ho- leaving. Hopefully see you next time. Goodbye. Hope not. Hey, Tanner, how was, uh, how was Mr. Butt? I had to go check on the kids. Brief as always. Yeah. Is he still Surgical. amazing? Yeah. <laughs> like SEAL Team 6. <laughs> he did it. I didn't think there were any butts in this movie. So did you talk about a different... Did you pitch him a different film? Or <sighs> You would not believe it, man. <laughs> he, is, he has entered a whole other world of butts. Like, that guy's gone <laughs> off the fucking deep end. <laughs> He's, like, pierced the veil. Wow. What a talent. Yeah. <laughs> what else do we have to say about this? film should we talk about so, the plot so Mini then it's Driver. grandpa world well okay now then it's grandpa world and grandpa world is great because yeah. they have they have <laughs> the best premise for a restaurant in the world it's two old men they're like they're not they might be lovers actually i don't know did they ever they never had introduced wives we know that there are four old men and we know that one of the old men is not two lovers of them of run the a restaurant together the yeah two of them run a restaurant together i think one of them is um Mini Driver's Once? grandpa. He's Irish. I think they're all widowers. His partner is Italian, so they have O'Reilly's Italian restaurant. Yeah, fun. So fun. Such yeah. good writing. They're, and they're fun. They're really fun. And it kind of it reminded me of um, a little bit of um, Moonstruck, which I think you didn't like. But sort of that vibe, just like fun Italian senior citizens just being charming with one another as the backdrop to the whole film. Like and and it's kind of the engine of the film. We are introduced to to Minnie Driver. Well, sort of introduced Minnie. We were introduced to her earlier in the film as like a corpse. Early on, she can barely a living breathe. Corpse. She's an invalid, and she can barely. Yeah. She it's hard to watch because she can barely she's talk. Like blue. She she needs a um she needs a heart, and she's waiting for a heart transplant, but none is forthcoming until this primate biologist dies in a fiery car yeah. wreck. And then uh, she gets the heart, and then for the rest of the film, she's one year um, later. Smash cut. Smash cut. One year later, she is um, very self-conscious about the surgery, uh, and she has Otherwise, a big scar an, on her chest. An incredibly beautiful mini driver, as you'd expect. And there's a, a running joke 
that is funny where all of the Italian old men keep trying to set her up on dates. And then when just as she is about to go out on the date, the one of the Italian old men is like, I told him about your chest. Hey, I got another surprise for you. Come here. What? He is here. Who's he? The guy that I was telling you about. He's at the bar waiting to meet you. Huh? Don't worry about it. I, I, I told him everything. I, I, I told him that you had your chest worked on. What? Uh, Angelo, he's going to think I had a... Why? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and somehow it always makes the other one laugh. Like he's aware yeah. of like the, the crude joke, but the one saying yeah. it is not. Yeah. That's and it funny. happens a couple times. <laughs> Good. Um, They're very funny. Can I say something really yeah quick. i love that can i lighten the mood with something always yeah you know that it's my kind of aspiration to break into acting uh sure for the purposes of this bit i'll say yes <laughs> well i mean i think it's given you know all the time i've spent on tv and i um maybe did some hosting of nfl monday night not a lot, honestly. If memory serves, really your primary career has been as uh, the Redskins star, uh, excuse me, the Washington football team's star receiver. That's the main um, thing. I actually, mean, I, I'm beloved the CEO Washington and founder icon. of a successful uh, <coughs> payment services company called Alliant, Jack. Okay. So I thought I was your fucking hero. I mean, okay. sorry. <laughs> it's just sort of like, it's just like kind of a feeling more than anything. Yeah. Okay. I don't really want to be an actor, but I think okay. for the sake of the premise, let's say So that. far, I've got to say regretting saying yes when you ask, can I say something? So far, regretting it. But I have said it. So <laughs> I guess the permission is blanket permission until you stop saying whatever it is that you asked to say. So hopefully that'll be soon. Right at the start of the movie, <laughs> David Duchovny and his primate biologist wife read this gala together. And yes. they're talking to an obnoxious woman whose husband is standing behind her. Uh, and mm -hmm. clearly does not like his wife very much and talks down to her. But other than that part, I can say... You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I, I could have played that fucking part. <laughs> because yeah. when the guy is introduced, the wife is talking sort of loudly, and he's just standing behind her in the background saying like loudly enough for everyone to hear, scotch, 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 scotch. <laughs> Scotch. We love Scotch. it there. My mother's family is from Tuscany, Scotch, so it's Scotch, like going Scotch. home. <laughs> so, so I missed that. Why is he saying that? He wants a scotch. He's looking for scotch. Yeah. <laughs> He's hungry. Yeah, I for think scotch. he could have done that. Yeah. That's funny. I'm just looking for my breakthrough, and I don't need fucking people like you dragging me down. No, fair enough. That part of David Duchovny's life is, of course, kind of discarded from the film after his wife dies. His whole he experiences world collapse essentially. Mm -hmm. um, nothing has any meaning for him, and hilariously, David Allen Greer does try to set him up with the funniest worst date of all time. God, it was good. It was just such on. a great scene. It goes on. She's this awful person who just he, it, terrible. David person. Allen Greer is a vet, and it's this woman who took her cat Squeaker. <laughs> to yeah. him for some you know procedure and she is beautifully awful oh no 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 do you have bottled water sure anyone else uh may i have a wine list please sure uh, do we know each other uh i think so you've been in here before no no i think i'd remember an irish italian restaurant <laughs> yeah you would 
Oh my God, blah, 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 blah. My water, I don't want Swiss water. I got sick on an imported Swiss water once. Do you remember that night? Ugh, that was Do you remember that? It was horrible. As long as it's not Swiss or tap water, it'll be fine. Preferably French, no bubbles. I want a cold, no ice, no glass, just a bottle and a straw. Do you want to write it down? I don't want Swiss water. I got sick on it. It was really bad. I'm pretty sure I got it. Okay. I'm sorry, can I get a cup of coffee? Maybe she'll get it right. I've been here before. It's not gonna happen. It's hard to get a read on David Allen Greer's character in this movie. Yeah, sometimes because he like, like seems really, super like, nice and a good dude, friend. And sometimes he's like Yeah. But he hangs out with these like awful people. <laughs> yeah. Like introducing him to the worst people in the world. But they go to the uh, O'Reilly's bar and uh, David Duchovny interacts with Minnie Driver, who's a waitress at the bar, and the date that he is with is extremely rude to her, and that forms a connection, which is not consummated until the very end of the film because Minnie Driver does not want to take her shirt off. Oh, yeah. Well, that's part of it. She doesn't want to admit that she... Um, I think that's a symptom of a larger problem, which is that yeah. she doesn't want to admit that she's had a heart transplant yes. to um, David Duchovny. And then she discovers. She discovers when she's at his house and she's about to admit it. She sees the note that she wrote. Because as a recipient of an organ, you can write an anonymous letter to the family of the donor saying how grateful you are. And she chooses to do that. It's quite sweet. I should pen a letter to Art Monk. And uh, she sees her own note at his house and realizes that she has received the heart of his wife. Tanner, I was thinking we could um, take a quick break. Okay. Is that all right? I'll, I'll see you soon. Yeah. Go long. What, what, what position do I play? Wide receiver. Wide I'll receiver. Go <laughs> you go long. Catch you on the other side would have been funny to say. That is funny. Catch you on the other side. Edit that in. <laughs> oh, Jack, thanks. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. Sorry, I was a little late. I was on a quick Zoom call with my friends in the posse. Gary Clark and Ricky Sanders. There it is. Us were part of yeah. a prolific <laughs> wide receiver trio in 1989. <laughs> yes, very famous. Yeah, I'm glad they're are they're, they're still doing well. I love the posse. The posse, yeah. First receivers to get a thousand yards. Same did season. It, no, I know. Did uh, yeah. touchdown Terry Orr join the call? God, I wish. <laughs> um, but you made him up. He's not made up. He's the t- he's the famous tight end for the, the year that they won the Super Bowl with Mark Ripon. Cal Ripken, idiot. <laughs> Jack. Yeah. There is a character in this movie named Sally from Cars, and she has a tip for Minnie Driver, who's going on her first date with David Duchovny. She tells her... Whatever you do, don't shave your legs. And Minnie Driver asks why, of course. Why? And Sally from Cars says... Well, you know, then you definitely won't let it go too far. Yeah, that's famous. It's a famous line from the movie. People love that. Yeah, well... Mini Driver says, Megan, it's a first date. And Sally from Car says, Yeah, well, I married a first date, Missy, and you know how it is. You're out with a guy, and you find him attractive, and then suddenly everything they say sounds brilliant. Hairy legs are your only link to reality. <laughs> That's the line. Hairy legs are your only link to reality. Yeah, very famous. I thought we could just generate some more tips like this, you know? Okay. Like, how do you sort of suppress your carnal desires? when you're kind of like meeting that hunk for the first time. And David Duchovny is a hunk. 
He's very hunky. And yeah. so, and you know what? I'll say it. So is Jim Belushi in this movie. Jim Belushi looks great. He, yeah, he looks great. He takes his shirt off, doesn't he? Yeah. He's constantly gallivanting around in sh- without his shirt on. The rhythm gets them into... Did you hear the catch of that quote? It's the most romantic quote in the whole fucking movie, Jack. What is it? He He's like... They're literally like fighting. Like pushing other, one another around and fighting. Yeah. And then the kids run upstairs and they like start making out. And he says... More bad cat. <laughs> he's all muscle. <laughs> Come on. Come on, you nasty man. Come on, Come on, Brandon. Come on, Brandon. And she says, Our rhythm gets us in trouble, honey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, it does because they're Catholic. <laughs> yeah, and they keep pooping out kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I thought we could just generate some more tips yeah, for, like, okay. you know, avoiding those sort of situations. For making sure that you stay on first base. Making sure your rhythm doesn't get you in trouble, you know? Yeah, okay. That's great. So first Where do we tip go? is we'll, we'll start by not shaving our legs. I think that's that's going to be good. I don't do it. and Check. I already don't do it, and it's um, it's always been a lifelong sort of embarrassment of mine how unhairy my legs are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you got like smooth little statue legs, don't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's not what you would expect because you're kind of a swarthy man, you know. Yeah, I'm like. But take those pants off at the moment. <laughs> yeah. But like. Then you got the smooth little down, statue just, legs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Terribly embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, it was growing up. Yeah. It was when I was nine. It's not so much when I'm 39. Okay. So, what are some other tips we can generate, and how can we generate them? I guess we can go to WebMD. I'm not sure WebMD is nor- a portal for uh, tips for love advice. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. It's basically the tip is how to keep your pants on. That's what we're you know. What I to think we out. could do. Yeah, is like you know shake some of those like online like sex dice and just do the opposite of that. That's a great idea. I love that. Okay, so let's do that. So folks, this is gonna. Normally we give out love advice, or historically we've given out love advice. This is for the opposite. This is for when you want to fucking put on the brakes. So take notes. And it's gonna. There's no. There's currently no algorithm for that. So we are gonna yeah. have to do a little bit of like psychic work here. Are you doing it? Or are you on a? You're on a, one of those online. Yes, sex I'm on scicatgames.com/app/sex-dice. Okay. Perfect. It's a very limited user interface. There's two options. <clears throat> there's a big button that says roll dice, and there's a, a switch between soft and extreme. And right now okay. we have it on soft. Let's 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 flip that switch. S- Turn it all the way up to extreme. Oh, I thought maybe we would dip our toes in first, but you want to go okay. right into extreme. No, we'll we'll try. We'll start with soft. I think soft. Start with soft. We can always okay. work up to extreme. So we're going to generate a few tips. First tip, folks: don't shave your legs. Don't shave your legs. Yeah, that's here's from the, the second one. That's a freebie. Yeah, here's a second one. Opposite of this. Rub finger. Okay, don't rub your finger. Wait, who's <laughs> finger? Oh, Who's you thinking? you think it could be as literally as opposite as just don't do this. <laughs> well, let me delve in. I mean, I guess the site's not giving you any answers. Whose finger are we rub? Is is the site telling us to rub so I can know what what to do? How there not are to some, do that? Okay, there's some rules down here. Yeah, oh, Jesus, there's a lot of text underneath. Whoa. Okay, here we go. What are sex dice? Sex dice is we a We know game what sex dice are. It's dice you roll, and then you do the thing on the adult dice, couples. and it's sexual. Hey, yeah, I'm trying to answer your okay. question, Hotshot. <laughs> sex question. dice is a dice game for adult question. couples Yeah, intended to intensive, intensive the sexual atmosphere. So I think this is for someone you don't want to have sex with, or at least the way we're doing it. 
So this okay. is someone you're highly attracted to, but you're like doing your best. You're, to sort you're of trying. Yeah, exactly. Your yes. Urges. No, I I know all that. Yes. Well, then why'd you ask who it was for? I did. So rub finger. Yeah, and it's whose finger? <laughs> Whoever you're most sexually attracted to. Okay, don't rub their but, finger. But want to suppress the sexual okay. urge towards. How about who this? is that for you? What? Who is that for you? Who would you not want to rub the finger of? Um, Gary Clark, Ricky Sanders, <laughs> any of those fucking legends. <laughs> All of the guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Touchdown, Terry Jerry Orr. Rice, uh, Shannon, Sterling Sharp. Why are you immediately naming non-Washington football team receivers? Um, Daryl Green. That's a cornerback. Listen, how about this? These are just some of my friends. Uh, my friends. So we've got, uh, and here's a question for you for the generator. Are we, uh, we're doing all the tips, right? So we're going out on our day, and we've already deliberately, we have kept our legs as unshaven as possible. So we've got, we're sitting on a pair of okay, unshaven yeah. We're games. on a date. We're, we're doing on a it date. All. Not me okay. and you, but like, you know, psychically, you and I are on, a, on two separate dates, and we're doing so, our best to not have sexual impulses. You know what I'm then, doing? What? Here's, here's what I'm doing. I haven't shaved my legs, and you know what? I'm wearing my tightest, shortest mini jorts so that everyone I'm dating can see that I haven't shaved my legs. And you know what else? I got a pair of uh, furry handcuffs on, so I can't rub anybody's fingers. It sounds like you've made it <laughs> intensely more sexual, though. <laughs> just sort of like... I'm just following the rules of this game. As a result. I'm following the rules of the game. I can't rub my own fingers. I can't rub anyone's fingers without maneuvering okay i got a pair of short jorts and some furry handcuffs this is not going any further i flipped the switch to extreme and i rolled the dice again and it said touch balls so we gotta find a way out of that okay so we want to do we want to do the opposite of what it's telling us you know those you know those like um Dresses they used to wear in like um, the old west that had those like big hoop skirts. Yeah, I think if I were trying to avoid touching someone's balls on a date, yeah, I would sort of like maybe suggest before the date that they wear something like that, or like you know what we do is like go to some kind of like prairie village or whatever, you know, and it's like let's dress up. You get in free if you dress up. It'll be fun. So you're gonna wear a hoop skirt. I've got an idea. No, they're gonna wear a hoop skirt. I'm trying to avoid touching their balls. Okay, yeah. Okay, so they're in a hoop skirt. My balls let me are add strictly on limits. Let me plus that. Yeah. So we've asked our date to wear their nicest, fanciest hoop skirt. We've got our yeah. short mini jorts and our pink furry handcuffs. And yeah. I had planned a really nice date where we were going to go to the basketball game and then follow it up with a trip to a seedy motel. But Oh, yuck. Guess what is very likely to happen in a basketball game? Oh, Monstars. Touching balls. Take the talent of all the... What'd you say? Touching balls. Oh, touching balls. Oh, certainly. And you can't be exposed to that. That's far yeah. too... So I think what we alluring. need to do is skip the basketball game and we'll go straight to the seedy motel. That makes sense. I feel like once again, <laughs> though, you so, you sort of have ratcheted up the like sexual <laughs> tension. I'm literally just following the rules Shall of I this... roll the dice again? Yeah, let's roll the dice again. Yeah. You want soft or extreme? But we're, once you're extreme, you can't go back. Okay. Yeah. What do we got? Squeeze. I, I'm, not, I'm not even sure I can say this. It says squeeze clitoris. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> you did this to us. 
I didn't want to go into extreme. You said once we go extreme, we can't go back. Should I re-roll it? Oh, God, my finger slipped. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's re-roll that one, because I don't know how to do the opposite of that. Uh, kiss penis. <laughs> Goodness. Goodness gracious. Is this extreme? Here's what I propose for kissing yeah. penis. Yeah. Once again, you're going to have to find some kind of premise for the date. Maybe it's Halloween. Maybe you're dressed as some kind of like Cenobite, like twisted pair of twins okay. who are sort of locked with like a big bar between the elbows so that they're constantly facing away from one another okay. and are unable to okay. either turn towards one another or like even invert towards one another. Okay. So I think that's what I would pitch. Like, I love the Hellraiser movies. Can we dress as like this cool Cenobite pair? They're from the comics. They're not in the movies. Okay, so we're gonna we've taken separate paths here. I think I think that makes sense. So you've got uh, you're dressed as you and your date are dressed as a Cenobite. Neither of you have shaved your legs, and your date is wearing a hilarious hoop, hoop skirt. skirt. Am I in jorts too? You don't have to be. I think we've diverged our paths now. I will be. Here's what I'm doing. I'm wearing my tight mini jorts. Got my pink furry handcuffs on. Skipped the game. Went straight to the seedy motel. And then, I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tie my date to the bed so they can't kiss penis. You know what I think I'll do is, like, I'll Winnie Pooh it. Okay. So it's like I'm just, like, bottomless so you can sort of, like, see those, like, gleaming marble sticks I got down there. Okay, that's good. I don't think I can – I think – honestly, I think I can pull that off. I'm tying my date to the bed consensually so that they can't kiss penis. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to clarify. <laughs> you're worried about kissing their penis. <laughs> And I feel like, once again, you've just sort of set up <laughs> this entire situation where you're dressed provocatively <laughs> in a seating motel with someone tied to the bed, and now apparently we have to do the opposite of whatever sniffing breasts is. <laughs> oh, is that the new one? Yeah. Sniff breasts? Okay. <laughs> oh, I've Should got I find it. the new generator? I've, no, I've got it. This is perfect, and we'll just, we can end here for me. You can do it yours. Yeah. Uh, your dress is seen by date is in the hoop skirt. Uh, do you go to the basketball game or? Um, I'm actually more of an NFL man. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> I think I'll go. You'll go to the, you're gonna go to the football game. Dress is seen yeah. by date in the hoop skirt. You're Winnie the Poohing it. Yeah, I got my mini jorts on. I'm wearing my pink furry handcuffs. We skipped the game, went straight to the CD motel. I've tied my date to the bed, and you know what? I absolutely cannot stand what is the sickly sweet stench. Of oh, human breasts. Maple syrup. So I'm going to pour oh, maple sorry. syrup all over the human breasts of my day. Yeah. And then I'm not going to be wanting to sniff anywhere near that. Licking it is another story, <laughs> but sniffing yeah. certainly not. <laughs> I think we're good. And that's been a, a successfully deterrent date for me. And yourself, how are things going after? You guys are fucking after the football game. I mean, we've are. tried to figure it out. You know, I was like, <laughs> let me get a sniff of those breasts. We tried like spinning quickly to see if like maybe I could just kind of catch a whiff of it. But I think the Cenobite costume is honestly already doing the trick. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're having a great time at the NFL Halloween party where we're dressed as Cenobites and all my friends okay. are there. John Elway. Yeah. Why um, can't you name NFL players from your team? <laughs> Mark Rippin. I, can't, I already did. You didn't hear me. I said it was <laughs> Gary Clark and Ricky Sanderson. Okay. Yeah. Ricky Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. Well, so I hope that's helpful to folks. Um, just take it slow. Take it slow. Do what's comfortable for you. Do what's comfortable for your date. But if you want to take it slow, I think if you follow 
are top tips yeah. for keeping it in your pants. That's going to work out really well for you. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. What if we cause like a population crash with this? <laughs> yeah, it could be too effective. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like Snowpiercer. <laughs> Jackie, I want to just quickly do... Um, well, can I quickly say that there's a chance that this is a Bob the Builder lore thing? Because his name is Bob and he is a builder. His name is Bob and he's a builder in the film. David Duchovny, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's so I'm true. thinking it's maybe Bob the Builder lore. Yeah, this exists in the Bob the Builder Builderverse. I don't know much about Bob the Builder. Because I don't think Bob the Builder has a wife. I okay. sort of a nice, he's like a plucky British builder. Um, his best friend is a scarecrow, I think. Okay. And all of his other friends are um, construction equipment. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. And he builds things. He builds. What does he build? Bridges, houses. Yeah. I guess if your best friends are construction equipment. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. They always get into some kind of mischief. I think also, and I don't know if these things go together, that I kind of think this film exists in the City of Angels verse. But we don't see the angels. It's got that feel. It's got that feel, doesn't it? It's sort of a love letter to its city, isn't it? The same way that City of Angels is a love letter to, what was it? Seattle? LA, probably. <laughs> That's my guess. City of Angels. <laughs> I think this is a City of Angels film, and we just don't see the angels. It's got that vibe. She dies at the beginning, right? And her yeah. heart goes to someone else. Yeah. You could reshoot this with the angel filter on, and you definitely see his wife kind of guiding the process because she wants him to be happy. I think it's definitely the same creative universe, but I think we're looking at it through like the lens of like an entirely different creator. You know, it's like it's less focused on the angels. The the sort of miracles we see in this movie are these sort of like vague heartbeats. Yeah. That maybe imply that like Mini Driver and David Duchovny feel a connection. They sure do. And he's Bob the Builder. Do you want to do Burns? Yeah, I was hoping that. Yeah, should we say it? <laughs> Of the week. A little English on that one. Yeah. Uh, I've got one burn. Do you want me to say it? Yeah. Who is it who says this at the 10 minute, 15 second mark? It's a girl at the gala. It's a lady at the gala who's like, they're like hanging out and talking and all of a sudden, you know, she's like a, his arm candy, if I may say that. Oh, oh, this is David Allen Greer's date. Oh, yeah. It's it's David Allen Greer's date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this is David Allen Greer's date. She's one of the like kind of unpleasant women that he seems to find himself yeah. in the presence of. I think he's like a and party guy. She's like, kind of he's like... feels out of place at this like fancy gala. Yeah. You know, it's like not her scene. But she does say to David Duchovny, who I don't think likes her, and David Allen Greer, who I think likes everyone. She goes, oh, no, no, stay. I'm going to run and put on a little bit more lipstick. And David Duchovny says, is that possible? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I don't want a lipstick shame. I don't want a lipstick shame. But it was funny in the context of the film. Yeah. Don't. You're gross. I don't associate with what Jack said. (laughs) Tasteless. He said Um, it was funny. Yeah, I think it's tasteless. Uh, <laughs> mine is a self-burn, 9 minute and 30 second mark. Yeah. Sally from Cars is trying to cheer up Living Corpse uh, Mini Driver, who they've made up to look like she's nearly dead. She's, like, turning blue. She looks so unhappy. And she says, Sally from Cars says, You'll be able to do so many things you were never able to do. That's what you got to concentrate on. Just think about a Grace picture riding a bike. Oh, yeah, riding a bike. Mm-hmm. 
That's what you need to think about. And traveling, painting in Europe, and dating really handsome men. All of that stuff does come true, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and Minnie Driver says, I'm getting a new heart, not a new ass. <laughs> That's funny. Which is a good self-burn, but also yeah. like a burn on me, because now she's like turned my male gaze back on me. Oh, interesting. Now I have to notice. Yeah, that's tough. And that's a lot of self-reflection, right? Wow. Yeah, wow. Wow. Let's just sit in I missed, like, the last half of the movie. (laughs) Actually, that's the first ten minutes. You had your male gaze turned back on you? Is there any way to fix that? (laughs) I I hope so. Are you taking a look at those... uh, It is harsh. Alabaster gams of yours? (laughs) Honestly, they, they are nice. I think it's yeah. all the biking I used to do, inspired by it and all the biking you used to do. Smooth as butter. And smooth as butter. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. That's fun. What You know what? I liked this movie a lot in the end. I thought it was good. Yeah. I thought it was thought going it was, to be I thought it was pretty extremely weird, it was silly. Good. And it doesn't, like, it doesn't push that hard on the, like, oh, she has the heart of his wife, so they must fall in love. It's more, there's a little bit of that, but it's more like, what a weird and kind of awkward coincidence. And they're going to have to maybe get past this. (laughs) Yeah. And then he sort of flees, actually, though. Yeah. No, he doesn't love it. Yeah. It's like, I'm out of here. So I recommend it. It's quite heartwarming. I think they're both good in it. I think they have real chemistry in it. David Duchovny should have done more of this shit. He's really good at it. Yeah. He's good at it. He's very handsome. He's like dry and like, yeah, I really liked him. Um, And I thought Bonnie Hunt did a good job of directing. It was like a little like weird. And every now and then she'd like just sort of like settle on a scene of Jim Belushi for like (laughs) five minutes. Or the old dudes in the restaurant. Yeah. Who are all kind of like. What did you call it? Old man zone? Yeah, the grandpa's zone. Grandpa's zone. <laughs> Can I pitch? Are we closing up soon? We're closing up, yeah. Are we closing up shop? We're closing up shop, but if you got something, say it. I want to say something. Say a, something. I want to pitch an idea for next week to you. Okay. Because for some reason I got it in my head that I wanted to watch something with superheroes in it. I was like, I bet there's a superhero romance. Okay. And the, the thing that immediately sprang to mind, and tell me if this is too much of a commitment, yeah. is the first season of Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. <laughs> that's a romance right <laughs> i guess so how many episodes maybe it's too much let me look oh it's 22 episodes i want to get to a part where they're like actually like in l- falling in love yeah yeah you know what i like i like a curveball uh, sorry art monk i know that's gonna that feels insensitive <laughs> i like a i, I like a, what you mean a is fade like a... to the left corner yeah yeah yeah. i like a play, play action, action fake i like a play yeah. action yeah that impressed you a little bit that I got play action. I was right, right? deeply surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I just read a tweet today that was like, my toxic male trait is uh, pretending to do it play action pass to nobody anytime I have a ball in my hands. <laughs> I don't know who tweeted it. It wasn't my joke. Um, yeah. So tentatively, we're going to do a superhero. We're going to flesh this out, I think. So uh, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. We're leaving. Goodbye. I think we're going to um, explore some spaces and get back to you. About we're going to explore watch. some spaces and get back to you. I like the concept of superhero. I like the concept of a show. I Clark falls in love like, with Lois at first sight. Yeah. I kind of like the concept of Lois and Clark. I think both actors are now semi-canceled. But you know what? Uh, who cares? We're not doing a fucking show about their fucking actor lives, are we? Yeah, no. <laughs> I think we got something there we'll circle back. I think we're going to have to dis- decide on our level of commitment. But honestly, I could get all 22 episodes. <laughs> uh, 
Um, I'd like to tell folks uh, that uh, you've got to subscribe to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash podcast. Uh, thanks to everybody who's been doing that lately. We really appreciate it. And we're having a lot of fun in there doing the TGIF shows. So um, come on in. The water's warm. Come on in. The water's warm. Yeah, it's really fun. And yeah. we're gonna we were supposed to do one right after this, and I forgot to watch the TV show. Yeah, I forgot to watch. Sat it. down to record. Yeah, so. it's a good one. We're doing Perfect Strangers. Balky, so funny. It's funny, oh, folks. It's fun even if you don't wait. It's didn't be watch like a those fucking shows. Warm bath doing yeah. Perfect Strangers. <laughs> yeah, it's fun even if you don't watch those shows. Come and join us. Uh, join the Facebook group as well. It's uh, Baby Nation on Facebook. Rate and review our show. And guess what? This week we watched a film. The film we watched was called Return to Me, starring David Duchovny. Bonnie Hunt, David Allen Career, and Mini Driver. Driver. And you know what? It's good. Watch it. Have fun with it. It's fun. Have fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's memeable. It's, it's quite sweet. Yeah. You'll fall in love. It's quirky. Next week, we're watching, in Tanner's words, some kind of superhero thing. Perhaps uh, the first season of, yeah. of... Possibly the first season 1993's of... 1993's Lois and Clark. Lois and Clark. We'll see. Something that we're doing something a little different. And all that remains is for me to say that this week... I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring. And I hope Sorry, you find... Sorry, my name is Art Monk. Perfect. And I hope you find your... Sorry, my name is Mr. Butt. <laughs> Art Monk is not a character I'm playing, Jack. This is who I am now. <laughs> and I hope you find your... Surgery Ever After. Sorry. We might be childhood friends and I'm a drug addict.